Diamond Club Baseball has produced elite athletes for 10 years now and is even trusted by your Colorado Rockies to run their scout team program. Diamond Club is based right here in Denver, and their goal is to treat player development just like it's a minor league organization so that your child can be set up for the ultimate success. Everyone works together to make sure that everyone's getting the proper instruction that they need to help youth athletes grow and to become great ball players yet enjoy the game. That's why I have my son playing with Diamond Club because it's it's a great way to really show them they're, they're learning baseball the right way. That was Sean. As he mentioned, his son plays on a Diamond Club team. They offer multiple summer camps, private lessons, high school teams, and youth competitive teams. Plus, their prices are more affordable than their competition. Diamond Club has very fair price. You know, when you kind of pay and know that all fees for the tournaments, fields, uniforms, and instruction are taken care of, as well as getting access to some of the things that other programs don't offer, like entire team instruction and fitness programs, you know, the whole package to really make sure that a ball player ends up a well-rounded youth athlete. Believe us when we tell you that after experiencing the knowledge, positive attitude, work ethic, and fun that their summer camps provide, your child will want to play on one of their teams. Check out diamondclubbaseball.net today to learn more. Welcome in to the BSN Broncos podcast presented by Elixinol. And don't take our word on Elixinol. Take former Broncos quarterback Jake Plummer's word on it. Plummer is a huge fan of Elixinol's Hemp Balm, a topical pain reliever that's just one of their many great non-THC products. What's more, 5% of your purchase will go to a nonprofit of your choice when you visit Elixinol.com to get yours today. And like I said, welcome into the BSN Broncos podcast, a podcast that allows fun. Ryan, we can have fun today? You're allowing fun on this? Fun is allowed, Zach, because (laughs) you know what? We put in a lot of hard work this offseason, and I really don't think we have any more work to do before we reach training camp. So what are you in? Are you calling a field day for us right now? Field day on the podcast. Nothing sounds more fun than listening to a podcast where we participate in field day activities. I couldn't agree more. But Zach, all jokes aside, there are people... Real live people in this world. A lot of them. Walking among us. <laughs> that that believe that Vic Fangio was out of line, was giving an inch, a death, a death by inch, by canceling the Broncos practice yesterday and having a field day. Are they not breathing this mile high air? Are they not drinking the Rocky Mountain water? What's what's the issue? I could not tell you. But Zach, I was And I shouldn't have been. I really shouldn't be surprised by this crap anymore. I was shocked. I turn on the radio. It's, what is Vic Fangio doing? He was 6-10 last year. In my head, I'm like, he wasn't. He was Uh, 12-4. Yeah, he was. Uh, It's, how could they do this? They have so much to work on. Why didn't they just get in the film room for an hour? Our own Andre Simone, (laughs) who's among us in this office right now, was anti-field day. 
what? Like, what are we talking about? And we'll get into the nitty-gritty of why it's ridiculous. But come on. What was going to happen yesterday that was going to carry over, over this five-week break, through training camp, through preseason, which they have an extra preseason, that was going to matter come week one? Nothing. And what's more important? A little practice? Literally, a little practice. Scheduled for an hour. Scheduled for an hour when the the other practices they did on Tuesday and Wednesday were two and a half hours each. Went long. They covered this practice. Vic Fangio probably did that on purpose. They practiced half an hour longer so that they didn't have to do this hour practice. What's more important? One hour practice where you're stretching for 20 minutes and then you finally get into it and then you do 20% of what you did in the other practices or team bonding and everyone getting on the same page and, and having fun and bonding in a different way. It's obviously that. And you know what really sold it for me? Everyone is having fun. Yeah. Like, did you see the videos that came out from this? Yeah. It's not as if, they, like, because someone, I saw someone respond to you like, yeah, this is cool if you're in sixth grade. <laughs> I wanted to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I saw the videos. Phil's having fun. Yep. Billy wins Duncan John Elway. Yep. Drew Locke is being a baller in all facets. John Elway is has the biggest smile when he's coming out of the dunk take, completely wet, glasses down his face. He's swinging in the home run derby, left-handed. Looking like a champ. Too. Classic John Elway has to go left-handed <laughs> to make it, make it easier for everyone else. But come the heck on. I mean... I truly did not think there would be any negative sentiment towards this. And, and in fact, we built it up yesterday talking about, you know, unscheduled fun. And that's a big thing in terms of winning over players when you're a coach. You ever uh, remember when you got back to class the first day of school and like they put some math problem in front of you and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Yep. That's exactly what's going to happen when they get back for training camp. Yep. They'll be five weeks off, drinking on the beach, hanging out. They're going to work out. But they're not, you know, other than maybe the Drew Locks and Joe Flacco's of the world, they're not studying the playbook. When they get back, it's going to be a refresher course. Nothing they could have done yesterday could have affected anything that's going to happen on the field on September whatever. So let's just tear down all of the reasons why people are saying it was a bad idea. First one is death by inches. Well, this – the Broncos, they didn't all go out drinking by themselves. You know, they, Vic Fangio sent 90 guys to 90 different bars. No, this was a bonding team activity. I think this was positive. This does come they gained with an inch. Exactly. So I just think right there, that's done. Another thing people said, many people said, was on ESPN yesterday and on NFL Network, they're just showing uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots going through a mandatory workout practice. And, you know, them they're grinding, and that's what the Super Bowl champions are about. And I'm thinking the whole time, do you guys know what Tom Brady's been doing this past two months? He hasn't been in the Patriots building. So he misses two months. The Broncos don't miss any time. They're just on the field hanging out with each other for one day, and you are freaking out at that? What? Would you rather have your team practice together for two months and then hang out for one day? Would you rather have your star quarterback miss two months, completely away from everyone, but he's there for one day that the Broncos weren't? It's ridiculous, and it's funny because everyone always wants, would the Patriots do this? (laughs) It's like, the quarterback's not even there. Right. So... 
it's ridiculous. Uh, it, it's to me, it feels fake. Like I don't yeah. like. There's not. A, I couldn't even try to give a fake take about how I don't think they should have had field day yesterday. On top of it, I just want to give a shout out to Drew Locke, six for six in the <laughs> three point competition. What a ball with the pressure on. You know who also had a similar performance this year? Who? Nolan Arenado. Mm. In their three-point shooting competition. There's just something about those guys, you know? You know the star quarterback is just good at every sport. That's how we know Drew Locke is set up for success. He's good at everything. He also won the chipping competition, which was an upset, I assume, over Brett Rippon and Brandon McManus. Mm -hmm. But clutch factor. Exactly. He's got that little something. So that's something we learned yesterday. You know who was good at hitting gumballs? (laughs) You mean eating gumballs? <laughs> Putting a quarter in and turning the knob? GB, you guessed it. <laughs> oh, man. But honestly, I mean, I don't know how much further we can go with this. The point of it is, it's absurd. Absurd to criticize the loss of a one-hour practice and the gain of a whole bunch of... Fun. Like, these aren't robots that you just, like, you put them in and, like, every time you program them a little bit, they get a little bit better. Like, they're humans. Yep. They had a bunch of fun. We're getting mad about that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. And another thing that people say is, how can this team, that's won 11 games the past two seasons, how can this team be doing this right now? You know what? We would have been ripping this if this was happening week 14 <laughs> under Vance Joseph. That would have been terrible. Of course. Vance Joseph's not here. This is a new coach. Uh, so many new players, new quarterback. Uh, every, It's so different. This is not... An 11-win team the past two years. This is completely different. You know what I can be outraged about? I just found out how I could be outraged about this. Uh-oh. Let me just ask you this, Zach. If you were to want to put together a BSN field day, and you needed a dunk tank, you needed um, a home run derby lines painted on the field, <laughs> you needed a basketball hoop, and you needed an Italian shaved ice station, how much time would you want to put this together? <sighs> I'd want a couple weeks. A couple weeks, right? At least a day. <laughs> oh, at least. Somehow, some way, we found out about this an hour before it started. <laughs> we thought we had work yesterday. Vic couldn't have helped us out, huh? At least give us an invite. Oh, oh, please. Come on. There would have been some competition on the chipping contest. I think I would have given Drew a little run for his money in the three-point mm, shooting. I would have been good on the dunk take, sitting on top. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's the only thing I'm mad about. Where? What happened? How did we not find out? How how was it a secret from us? What have we done to Vic? I don't know, man. Come on, Vic. Come on, Vic. And Ryan, to to your point about how this gained an inch, Will Parks tweeted yesterday after this. He said, Coach Vic is the guy for allowing us to have fun with each other today. We've been working in so many ways to get better this offseason. Us as players appreciate this. It's going to go a long way. Let's go and get it done this year. I'm excited. I even saw Demarcus Walker tweeted like, Coach Vic is the man. He built up some rapport with the boys. Mm-hmm. He was probably participating too. Mm-hmm. He was officiating the watermelon eating contest. Champion Derek Wolf shouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> so anyways, let's move on from the freaking field day. I can't believe we had to address this. But if you are anti-field day, you look in the mirror. <laughs> All right, let's hop into, before we move along here, to the question of the week presented by Sports Column, Zach. And what was the question? What are you most concerned about as the Broncos wrap up their offseason conditioning program? I know. 
the fact that they had a field day instead of a practice. If we would have put that out last night, we would have got so many of those. Oh, God. <laughs> First one coming in from Ryan Clayman and OG. He says, injuries. A healthy Broncos team is a dangerous Broncos team. Well, good news, Ryan Clayman. Injuries seem to be as positive as they really can be this time of year. Absolutely. And someone else said injuries thanks to the negative Nancy. No. You want to talk about negative Nancys? I'm back on board, baby. I'm pro field day. I'm no negative Nancy. Austin West chimes in and says, if there will be enough tackles to go around now that Josie Jewell is a full-time starter, I can see others getting discouraged when the outlaws making every play for the defense. I feel like I recognize this commenter <laughs> in their Josie Jewel love. Uh, ah, for Hawkeyes. You think it's Ah? Because I think it's A.W. considering his name is Austin ah, West. Ah, there you go. <laughs> You're good at putting two and two together. He should go with the A.W., right? In caps. Ah, K-E-Y-E-S. Hawkeyes. Wow. Wow. Ryan, helping you guys out one Twitter handle at a time. All right, next one's from Tyler Rice. He says, the injury status of... Philip Lindsay. I'm not worried about him right now. Again, day one of training camp comes around. He's still doing what he was doing this offseason. Alarm bells everywhere. Yes. I'm wor- I'll be worried on in training camp. Exactly. John Matthias chimes in and says, the upcoming Wednesday practice. It's gone. <laughs> oh, no, that was Thursday practice. Oh, it's because we put this out this on a- Tuesday. Okay, just, well, oh, Wednesday practice one day is good. At a time, baby. And if you want to know about it, Read Ryan's story. There you go. From Behavior Buff. Mm. Most concerned about O-line. I'm concerned even if they're healthy. But with some hints of injury concerns, this could derail the whole thing. Hopefully the munch makes the difference. We all know he can. Yeah, I feel like I've been able to defend defend every other comment. This is a legit concern. Absolutely. Next one from Eamon. Chiming in says, off the field issues happening. We don't need distractions like that. Also, not having enough Broncos hype in June. Well... Eamon, we know you follow with us every day. You're going to get all the hype you need. Oh, we're hyping things. <laughs> for Mark S., hoping for a complete recovery for Emmanuel and Lindsay. If both come back with no setbacks, watch out. David Freeze, last one, chiming in, says, ownership and naming the stadium. Wow, David, that, that is some June talk right now. Uh, Joe Ellis gave an update on the naming rights stadium this morning. Ryan? Can you guess what it is? The update is that there is no update. <laughs> Bingo. And I did not know that. <laughs> hey, you, you were right. Um, a quick little behind-the-scenes story, mm. and then we're, we're going to take a break. Um, at the Top Golf event, where I was swinging it up with Joe Ellis, Vic Fangio, Drew Locke, at Top Golf, <laughs> Vic Fangio is talking to a group of Coca-Cola representatives, right? And Joe Ellis is over here in this bay and Vic's with the Coca-Cola because it was like season ticket holders, representatives. And Vic Fangio threw a little jab. (laughs) And he's like, hey, hey, Joe, I'm talking to them about potentially Coca-Cola Stadium at Mile High. (laughs) And Joe's like, tell these guys, maybe they'll finally get off my back pointing at the media. So it was was Vic. He is not afraid to throw a dagger. I love it. I love it, too. Um I also love bsndenver.com, a place where all should come to subscribe. Mm. If you sign up right now for an annual subscription, you will get a free shirt. And we are are in the presence of all these shirts, and they're so soft and cuddly. And you're going to need two, but the first one you'll get for free, then your girlfriend will steal it, and then you can just come (laughs) buy a new one. She's going to want to sleep in the shirts, and that's okay. Uh, We have plenty for all. But subscribe to BSN Denver for a year. And you'll get a free shirt. And if you if you don't want to commit to the year and get the free shirt, which I recommend you do, you can get a free 30-day trial. 
hop on board, see what we're doing. Heck, you could subscribe right now for your 30-day free trial. And by the end of it, you're going to say, I need to subscribe for the full year. So check us out. We really appreciate it. And when we come back on the other side of this break, we'll read questions that can only come in from the subscribers. What's up, guys? Ryan Konigsberg here, and I got to tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48. It's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day. Uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from Westward and anyone else that's voting. It's the place to be. Uh, they've got great specials and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap, you name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. Rolling along here on the BSN Broncos podcast presented by Lixanol, and we appreciate you guys for interacting as always. And we just came off a company meeting, and we got a lot of praise <laughs> because of all of your interaction on this podcast. So we thank you for that. Uh, and by the way, because you're wearing that shirt, if you do subscribe, we have a very limited amount of the BSN Broncos official shirt. Now, this shirt was shot down by some people who probably don't like Field Day uh, that work at Broncos headquarters. So we're not allowed to sell it, but we can give it to you for free. So if you subscribe and you want one of these, Send an email to merch at bsndenver.com. Say, Ryan told me if I subscribe, I can get one of those limited edition. There's probably like five or six left. Make sure you do it and send your size. We'll tell you if we have the size. If we don't, sorry. You may be having people get second subscriptions to get these, what are about to be vintage shirts. And they already have a little bit of vintage they do. They do. hue to them. Anyways, I, I was reminded of that uh, recently. So, anyways, thank you guys for commenting because, again, we got, uh, we got a lot of love in the, in the meeting for that. First one coming in from Bleed Orange and Blue. He says, Zach, my mom loves your laugh. She has <laughs> nicknamed you Giggles and always asks me if I'm listening to Giggles. My bron- <laughs> In the red corner, Zachary. Cute laugh, Giggles Stevens. You know, I may do something with cute laugh. I may do something with it. Oh, we'll yeah? See. We'll see. We'll see. He goes on and says, My Broncos love was planted when the Broncos played the Packers in the Super Bowl. It didn't start to grow until the late teens and early 20s. And I think the team has the best logo in football and one of the best stadiums as well. I buy the jersey shirts because I don't have the budget to buy a jersey. Will. Fair enough. And, and I'm, I understand that. But you, you'd look cooler in that BSN Broncos yeah, tee than you would in a jersey. Or any of the Broncos tees. Yeah, that's actually true too. <laughs> I maybe it's like the the uh, hipster in me, but I don't even like. Especially since we've launched this store, I don't even like wearing like official team branded stuff anymore. Mm, no, it doesn't feel right. I need that indie feel. And, and as you know, as all of you know, I just want to wear shirts that other people, not everyone, has. More of the hipster Portland vibe you give me, Ryan. <laughs> I can't. I got the top button buttoned on my uh, on my golf shirt. You here. do. That's just the type. This kind of guy. I'm. I got the top button buttoned. I got a beard. You know. I, I, I lean into it. You posted that on Twitter. Maybe it's because that's what you want to be. What? The Portland fan. 
No, no, no. <laughs> There's cool people that live there, but they're not fans of the team. Mm, yeah, that's true. Except for Bronco Duck. He's cool. <laughs> Next one coming in from Sunny Rain says, you were talking about favorite fruit and kiwis was mentioned. It's a decent tasting fruit, but it's real magic is in the fact that it's a great sleep aid. I'm taking the best sleep. I- I've had the best sleep I've ever had. If I'm really struggling with sleeping, I'll eat two kiwis before I sleep the next night. It doesn't knock you out like a prescription jug, but it gets you to sleep and it gives you a better quality of sleep. I've had times where I've eaten it, gone to sleep, woke up an hour and a half later thinking it was at least four hours. Kiwi is the bomb. By the way, I eat it in slices with the skin. Wow. Um, I've heard of that before. I've never tried it. You wouldn't like it. You know why I know you wouldn't like it? Because I don't like peach fuzz. Exactly. <laughs> this is like this was like peach daggers. It's like peach beard. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's like Exactly. Like some like exactly like some like on your face you've got peach fuzz. <laughs> yeah. On the I'd kiwi, rather eat my it's face. It's more like my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Whose face would you rather eat? <laughs> Oh my god. Dark Saber chimes in and said hashtag team with the skin. He'd rather eat my face. Wow. I think that's it. You're an oddball there, Dark Saber. <laughs> uh, for Micah Pexa, he says, Here in Hawaii, we have a Vietnamese restaurant called PHO King. <laughs> Gotta pronounce PHO the traditional Vietnamese way that Ryan hates. Yeah. So it's not pho, it's not PHO, it's the other one, and then add king. It's it's pho king. Nope. What? The the pronunciation is pho. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I, I, got, I got it with the pho. I, I understood it that way, too. Oh. But with the pho, it's a lot more distinguished. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. It wouldn't be a BSN Broncos podcast if we didn't have a novel. Mm. So Brian here chimes in with one of his own. He says, hey there, fellas. Brian here from Los Angeles. Now that we're officially into the off season, time to give you my version of a long message. One, I want to thank you for extending your subscription to military members. The Army may have destroyed my knees and back, but I got the subscription out of it, so super worth it. I like the joke, but I also like feel but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to hug you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service, seriously. Yes. Says my birthday is coming up, so I'll be sure to drop hints to my fiance to throw money at the BSN store. Mm, this is such a this is such a cool comment. Did you see the new Tony Two Bag shirt? Oh man, it is so cool. You don't even have to be. You don't even have to know who Tony Walters is to think that shirt's dope. The stash. Did you see what it says? Yep. On the stash, it says "Don't dash." <laughs> don't dash on the stash. I actually didn't pick that up. I thought you were talking about the eye black. No, on his sta- on his wow. mustache, it says "Don't dash." <laughs> That's amazing. Eric, our t-shirt designer, is all about the little hidden. That is so subtle. Hidden Easter eggs. Oh. Woo. Number two, he says, in a short version, I became a Broncos fan in a simple manner. Being a Mexican in Southern California meant my entire extended family is all Raiders fans. As a six-year-old, I asked my father who the Raiders' biggest rivals were, and he answered, the Denver Broncos. So my loyalty was born out of pure hatred for the Raiders. Brian, I think you just became everyone's favorite person in this community. It's funny because I have a cousin who is a Raiders fan just because everyone in the family is a Broncos mm, fan. Like, there's always that right. guy. Yep, rebellious. You're that, you cancel him out. <laughs> yep. You're basically my cousin. Brian. <laughs> Skip three. Skip three in traditional form. <laughs> he says, four, first jersey was a Blue Davis. But my favorite jerseys have been my plumber, Mike Anderson, Tom Nalen, and my Von Miller salute to service. That's it. To have a Mike Anderson and a Tom Nalen is pretty dope. Yeah, that is. And I bet like 30 years from now, someone will be like, to have a Reisner is dope. Bro, so oh, yeah. maybe we're being too hard on offensive line jerseys. <sighs> yeah, Reisner has, has a little more to it. 
True. Um, he says, my most shameful jersey was my Lenny Walls jersey. In my young eyes, I thought that man was going to be the next great corner. Here's what's amazing. Me too. No way. Yeah, I loved Lenny Walls. <laughs> and recently, someone po- was Broncos. Uh, I think Broncos Reddit posted on Twitter and said um, something along the lines of, who was the player that you most thought was going to be a baller that didn't turn out? And I commented mm-hmm. and said, Lenny Walls. Wow. Did you get the jersey? I wish. What number? I, I think 35. Okay. Don't quote uh, me. Uh, well, Ryan, you should have gone with your first rule. That's not a good number. Yeah, it is. For mm. 35 is legit. No. Name me a 35. Lenny Walls. <laughs> exactly. Demonte Thomas. I love Demonte. To be like a stud, a star. There's got to be a better 35 <laughs> out there. I like, That's what I'm saying. 35 looks good. Demonte does look good in it. It doesn't. He doesn't look like Devonte Bosby. If he 41. wore thirty six, he would look like a scrub. That's true. It's true, but it's not a star number. It's not a star. Wait, wasn't um? I could be wrong on that. I think Ronnie Lott might have wore thirty five. Mm. I'm looking it up. Mm. You can read the rest. Just let. Just trying to uh, save yourself. Okay, this is a really cool part right here. He says, I recently had LASIK surgery, and there was a mishap with the laser, and I currently have pretty compromised vision out of my left eye. I was wrong. So doctor's, order, so doctor's orders is, is to not stimulate my vision, which means on top of my normal daily binge of the pod, I've been listening to older podcasts to pass the time and just wanted to personally thank you two and your team and helping the days go by much easier, especially with Zach's cute laugh, winky face. That really is cool, and yeah. I'm glad you have that. And, it, and it's a good chance for us to tease a new feature that's coming to bsndenver.com, which is audio stories. Mm. And it's per, spe- it was specifically designed when we found out about Brian's eye problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it really w- is catered to you, though. It really is. Uh, or the commuter who doesn't have time to read the stories. What we're going to do is put a audio player at the top of every story in which someone, maybe it'll be the author, maybe it'll be someone here in the office, will read the story. So if you don't, if you don't have time to read, if you were working on something, press play. The story will be read to you. It's like story time <laughs> all the time. So cool. Even cooler is there will be a, n- a separate page where you can go in and it'll say Denver Broncos audio stories. You can go in there. Say you listen to the pod. You haven't caught up on stories for a couple days. There'll be another hour probably of stories loaded in there, and you just press play, and it'll read the whole website to you. And then you can you can digest all of BSN Denver's content, including the pods, just right there on your phone. Pretty pretty cool. We're always trying to come up with ways to make your guys' lives easier. And seriously, if Brian would have been a perfect example of yep. someone who could have everything he wanted on the website right now. Yep. And you guys better hope I get some funny quotes in there, and then you'll get to hear my cute laugh in a story. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it'll be great for you guys, great for people dealing with, I think, f- people that are blind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really cool. So I'm excited about that. He finally says, any chance we get to see McGovern kick back out to guard and rise in her play center? <sighs> You don't want that. You don't want that. That means things have gone so astray. I know Reisner could get those balls to rise, though. (laughs) Oh, good one. Good one. (laughs) Finally, and this is my favorite part of the whole thing. In parentheses, this message was written by my fiance on the on, on by the fiance on the account of he can't look at screens. (laughs) That is the commitment here. That's the community. First of all, that's love. That's true love. She went there and wrote like 500 words for him. Yep. Second of all, I love that you, you wanted to comment so bad that you asked her to do that. <laughs> that is so cool. We're so happy to have you on board, Brian. Next one coming in from The OC. 
Is that right? Or is it Thok? Thok. Thok. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hey, guys, coming in to stick up for the shirt seas. Uh, what are we calling these things? How They're are called they jerseys. <laughs> jerseys. It okay. rhymes with jerseys. <laughs> he says, at least what I think is a shirt see. Jerseys fit me awkwardly. Like a, it seems like a dance move. <laughs> a shirt see. <laughs> You do the shirtsy after you do the curtsy. Right, exactly. <laughs> says, jerseys fit me awkwardly, so all the time, my favorite Broncos t-shirt I owned was a baseball t-shirt. It was blue and had gray sleeves. Said Broncos on the front and Tebow on the back with the number 15. But I have no comment. <laughs> but as far as jerseys go, first jersey was an Elway jersey. When I was a kid back in 96, 97, second was a TD jersey. <laughs> Sadly, moths ate the sleeves. <laughs> That is sad. That's a scary number of moths, too. My third was Champ Bailey. I grabbed a Tebow jersey, but when I heard reports of Manning coming, I sold it to my buddy for $40. Hmm. I went I went a few years without a jersey, found a sports cl- store closing down, so I thought this was my chance to get a John Lynch jersey, one of my favorite players. Sold out, unfortunately. I then settled for a Paxton Lynch <laughs> jersey. <laughs> Thankfully, sold out. So I settled on a Von Miller jersey, a size too large. I'm not much of a pack rat, and I realized I never wear the Miller jersey, so I gave it to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> she now rocks it every Sunday, which reminds me, my dog is a half husky. I don't know. Zach's losing it over here. He says, which reminds me, my dog is half husky, half wolf. So originally I really wanted a dog jersey that had Derek's number on it with his last name, but I couldn't find one. Anyone have a link to something like this? Thanks again. Boy, the OC, that was a that was a good story. It was a good story. <laughs> As a fan of, of Wolf t-shirts, mm. I've always thought it'd be funny if we did like Derek Wolf, but in the theme of a Wolf yeah. t-shirt. I, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. My girlfriend would buy one. Your girlfriend and I <laughs> have some things in common. You do. <laughs> wolf shirts. Um... She's a big Gregory Allen Isaacoff yep. fan, just yep. like me. White Claws. White Claws. We were there for your first experience. You were. <laughs> you indoctrinated me into the White Claw life. And you took off with it. But now I'm a Breckenridge man. Oh, yes. <laughs> me as well. Um, let's move on to the next one here. This one comes in from Steve Atwater Hall of Fame, and it's pretty funny, so I appreciate it. All right. I did some pre-show reading, Zach. Mm, I did a little pre-show reading as well. He says, I called you out for your Keenum takes last year, so it's time to give you guys some credit. I was not pleased with your criticism of David Williams, a Razorback alum. I couldn't buy into a tiny Pac-12 running back being able to take a roster spot from a proven SEC player. (laughs) When I thought you were just being a homer, the reality was that I was, in fact, the homer. (laughs) The Bronco-Razorback connection are what made me a diehard fan today. It started with Steve Atwater and continued with Kanoi Kennedy. Loved Kanoi Kennedy. I guess I've been a long but I guess I've been longing for that connection again. Oh well, maybe next year. Phil is such an inspirational story and I feel terrible for being one of his many doubters. He needed you. You helped. You know what? You weren't on a different path than John Elway. He drafted David Williams before Philip Lindsay. I wouldn't have done that. Anyways, he says, Phil's now my favorite player until the next great Razorback dons the orange and blue. I even use him as an example for my 12-year-old son on how to overcome adversity. So good call. P.S. David Williams was a grad transfer from South Carolina, so technically not a (laughs) full-fledged Razorback. David Williams picked up by the Jags last year. Cut by the Jags this offseason. Yeah, that that nickname we had for him, the accountant, (laughs) might really come true soon. (laughs) Speaking of, this is fitting. Coming in from Phil's Invisible Tie. 
Do you get the reference just before we dive in? Yeah. Uh, mm. Of course I get the re- I get all the <laughs> references, Zach. When Phil scores a touchdown, he he's all business, so he straightens up the invisible tie. I have never noticed that. I'm just always I'm always waiting for what comes next. What do you mean? The salute. Oh, uh, yeah. It, w- it was more of a thing that he did back at CU. Mm, we got a CU person coming. Back for the here. true heads. All right. He says, hey, guys, been following Ryan. Oh, here we go. Ryan on Twitter <laughs> since his days at CU. Really hoping for a revival of the BSN buff someday. Hmm. Huh. Wonder if that might happen someday. Started listening to the Broncos pod when I switched jobs about a year and a half ago and could wear headphones at my desk and pulled the trigger on subscribing shortly after that for all the draft coverage. Shout out to uh, Andre. Anyways, just wanted to chime in and say thank you to you guys for the work you put in to bring so much great content daily and for making the pod so fun to listen to. Also, I think the opposite of shooting hoops with a medicine ball would be dunking on a Nerf hoop. Hmm. Uh, That's pretty fitting for what Bradley (laughs) Chubb has been doing all (laughs) offseason. Thank you uh, for the support, by the way. Phil's invisible tie. And congratulations on all the touchdowns. (laughs) From... Uh, <laughs> uh, you get to take the shot on this one. Dield style? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Pro- pronunciation guy. Yeah, th- those have gone missing. D- is it the old style? Mm. Like the beer? <sighs> it reminds me of like Robbie Why is that Gold. you there? It reminds me of Robbie Gold. Dold, Dold style. Mm. Sure. Help us out here. <laughs> says, hey, fellas, my now ex-girlfriend bought me a subscription and, as a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> Parentheses tier. And I've been listening and reading your articles on my rucksack walks ever since. Oh. Helps to keep my mind off being tired. Good things. She sounds like she was a keeper, too. Yeah. Bought, us, bought the subscription. It's the best thing she ever gave to you. Yeah. Maybe that was the peak of the relationship. Right. Right. Well, he says, glad Fangio gave the team off the day off yesterday. Hey. I think he's making all the right moves so far, but of course we won't know until the season. Mm-hmm. Good call. My thoughts on the Chubb praise and Miller he could be better comments is that Fangio is a genius motivator. I love 58 like the rest of us, but what better way to motivate him to new heights than to shine the light on his counterpart? Mm. Chubb gains momentum and confidence, not that he really needs it, and Miller ups his game to let everyone know he's still the man. I'm going 32 sacks between the two of them and 50-plus for the team. What do you guys think? When I saw those numbers at first, I thought he was saying 32 for one of them and 50 for them combined. Yeah. 32 should be attainable. It should be. It really should be. I mean, it would be a, a great season. But I don't think you're getting another 18 on top from the rest of the team if they're getting 32. 32. How are they split? Are we doing 16 each? I was going to say that originally, but that's such a cop-out. It is. 17 Chubb. I can't believe I just said that. I'll go 18 Vaughn. Okay. 18 and 14. I'm going 17 and 15, Mm, Chubb. I like that. I like that. Lastly, I think you guys should give gumballs more credit. (laughs) Wow, that's going to stick. That's a thing now. That's a thing. His name is Gumballs. (laughs) So fitting. (laughs) Isn't it fitting that Ron Leary was the one who technically kind of led us down this path to giving him the nickname when Ron Leary was the one that Garrett Bowles insulted earlier in the offseason? Couldn't believe they were so buddy buddy. Yeah. Did did Leary miss it? Did he not catch it? I don't think so. I think he I think he did miss it. Wow. Yeah. Fortunate. Mm. That's like if that's like sending a a, a risky text <laughs> to the wrong person. <laughs> right. And then somehow their phone was broken. Yep. <laughs> Lucky. Because he called him GB. 
Yep. He was buddies. They were buddy-buddy. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, he says, I think you should give Gumballs more credit. The guy improved a lot in the last six to seven games last year. And now with Munchak coaching him up, I think he'll be solid. Not going to say Pro Bowl solid just yet, but solid. Wait and see. If if they can get solid, oh. it's like a hit on the pick. It is. It is winning. Yep. Absolutely. Next one coming in from Pedro Luis. He says, just posting to point point out that Ryan nailed the pronunciation of acai. Oh, you learned it. <laughs> boy. What's going on with special teams? Any news on returner spots and gunners? Regards from a Brazilian fan. People love returner talk. They do. And you know what? This is an easy one to answer. Both Vic Fangio and Tom McMahon gave a lot of light on this. Too early to tell. Too early to tell. <laughs> but Tom McMahon did say, let me tell you, we got some legit guys back there. <laughs> legit guys. So... Oh, is one of them 39? I can't be. Where's 39? <laughs> you know who 39 is? Trey, not Trey Marshall. Oh, wow. Trey Johnson. We got an Andy Janovich fan now. If you don't know who uh, who your guy is. Oh, oh. But there's, I think there's two. Isn't there the guy who got trucked by Yes, Drew there are two 39s. All right, I'm safe. <laughs> Trey Johnson. You're right. You're right. Oh, and speaking of which, I don't think we mentioned it yesterday. He picked off Drew Locke. He did. Revenge. Revenge yep. is, a di- is a dish <laughs> best served at, an, at a meaningless at mi- <laughs> minicamp practice. This is what they always say. All right, let's take a quick break here, Zach. When we come back, we'll finish up the rest of the comments on the BSN Broncos podcast. Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. Final segment here. On a Friday edition of the BSN Broncos podcast, we thank you guys for tuning in all week, and we give you an early wish that you are not lonely on the weekend, as <laughs> Pleasure Horse will say <laughs> in the end of this show. We hope you are filled with friendship and joy. Um, let's roll on here with the questions. The next one comes in from who I'm going to call Dark Saber, just because I'm not going to put four nines at the end of his name every time. <laughs> I, I, I long for the day when we have so many subscribers <laughs> that someone who wants to be named Dark Saber is forced to say Dark Saber 99999. Is that how you read it? Or would you go 9,999? Does it matter? I'd n- we need a pronunciation guide here. <laughs> he says, reading and listening to all the talk about Chubb having a career year and being tailor-made for the defense has me getting insanely optimistic about the defense this year. Am I crazy to entertain the idea that both Miller and Chubb could have career years? Wasn't the 18-sack season for Vaughn his career high? 
Wouldn't it be crazy for both sack masters to get close to 18 sacks apiece? The defense would almost certainly lead the league in sacks if that happens. The more I type, the more I'm starting to think I'm being a little crazy, <laughs> but it's a beautiful dream. It is quite the dream to have. We said I think, 32. I mean, that's 36. I think one of them's getting close to 18, if not hitting 18. If the off, it's all, To me, it comes down to the offense. It has nothing to do with their talent. Mm. The offense has to get leads. And if the offense gets leads, which I don't think is out of the question at this point, then you're going to see them rack up sacks. And along with it, with that tailor-made comment by Vic Fangio, Ed Donatel emphasized again this week that this defense is built for Von Miller and Bradley Chubb more than any traditional 3-4 defense. He goes on, on the flip side of that coin, not knowing if the offensive line is going to be improving this year is the slightest, is the slightest bit concerning. On that front, <clears throat> I was interested to find out if the media gets any time to speak with the assistant coaches. If so... Has Mike Munchak revealed any of his thoughts on the line or his expectations? Just a curious thought. I'll let you handle this one, Ryan. Yeah, it depends on what you mean by media. <laughs> Some media gets a chance to talk to assistant coaches. Yep, exactly. I won't say who uh, who does and who doesn't. You want so the next he one? Says, Thanks for the great coverage, guys, and can't wait for training camp. We I'll can. take this. We can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Summer. First, second official, first official day? Uh, this is the first official day. First official day of summer. It's feeling be my good. Second round of golf and on the first official oh, day. Oh, <laughs> there we go. And it's a Friday. It is. It's Happy about Friday. the best day of the year right now. Next one coming in from Big Zip. <laughs> oh, way to throw in that extra G. <laughs> hey, guys. First time, long time. To start, I need to weigh in on a couple BSN discussions. My first Broncos jersey was Amario Hagan, a linebacker who played for Mississippi State when I was attending college there. That's sweet. That's awesome. I grew up in Colorado but ended up in Mississippi for the end of high school and all of college, and I'm a diehard about both Denver sports and all things Mississippi State. Hail State. I've since added Tebow, Manning, Vaughn, Elway, and TD to the jersey lineup. Pretty solid. My, wa my wife rocks a champ jersey, and my boys have Manning and DT jerseys. We're all due for some upgrades this year. Phil Lindsay, whole, team, whole family. <laughs> Just Lindsay across the board. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, especially being from Colorado. I discovered BSN via Twitter, and now I listen to the pod every day. I love Nashville, where I currently live, but miss Colorado. The daily podcasts help me stay connected to the state and the team I love. By the way, Team P-H-O. Quick question. What are the 12 teams you guys expect to make the playoffs this year? That is not a Thanks. quick question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are the teams out there? Patriots? Yeah, the Patriots are making it. Uh, Saints? I'll just take the easy ones. Rams? <laughs> Patriots, Saints, Rams. Chiefs, Chargers. So you're, the Broncos are out. No, they could be in there. I guess you're right. They could be a wild card team. What is that? Five? Yeah, that seems good. <laughs> Who uh, else? Let's uh, do let's do AFC. Patriots. Okay. Do you think the Steelers will make it? No, I do not either. Browns. Uh, oh, Browns. No, I can't. Browns. <laughs> Bills. Bills got to be in there. <laughs> Bills thirteen and three. Uh, <laughs> I will not take the Bills. I'll take the Patriots out of that division. Browns. This is Chiefs, Chargers, I'm at four. I need a five. What other divisions are there? People are screaming it. This is bad podcasting. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> the teams that are usually there will be there, and then a couple of teams that aren't normally there will be there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Appreciate we're, you for chiming in. Yeah, though. we're so happy to have you on board, Big Gig Zip. Big, big Zip. Big Zip. He's got a Broncos beard. Oh, yeah. 
from Free Lindsay. I've never ate a peach, kiwi, hot pocket, or a pie that wasn't pumpkin, and I don't plan on it anytime soon. What are you missing out? You're missing out on a lot. Probably never done field day either. <laughs> My question is if you could pick any player ever to wear a Broncos uniform and have them play rookie season to final game on our current roster, who would it be? So any- pick a Bronco, an all-time Bronco that joins this team. I don't think it has to be a Bronco. Oh, to ever wear. Yeah, yeah. So who's the Bronco that you'd want on this team? This is easy. Just for their whole career, Peyton Manning. Taking Peyton over John. John did it. So you got you to do something different. So you can go Shannon Sharp. That's kind of a little different. No, you, you're right. You have to go Peyton Manning. Yeah. Easy. Oh, man, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Does Could he get? How many Super Bowls does he get? He gets a lot. More than John. More than two. Yeah. I think so. I, I kind of agree. Man, would they have just overlapped? Peyton's first year was... 99. You just oh pass. You gosh. go from L.A. to Manning instantly. Could you, could you imagine this this community right now? How much they'd be losing their mind. The Bronc? Well, they already are. But how much more they would be? The Broncos might be the most hated franchise in yep. sports if that happens. Because they would be Tom Brady that gets Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. Oh my! Gosh. I mean, I, the, I mean, to a little bit lesser extent. I mean, the the Colts. We went from Manning to Andrew Luck. Right. But Andrew Luck hasn't brought them anything. Right. Yet. Oh man. All right, he says, uh, I would have to go with Rod Smith because he was a stud, and would he, he would help Sutton tremendously while giving Drew Locke a solidified weapon in the future. Also, my aunt is his baby mama. Slight flex. Oh, wow. Yeah, slight flex. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, bonus points, he says, for not picking a quarterback. Well, we don't want your bonus points. <laughs> yeah, we had fun with Manning. What about any player ever can join this Broncos team? It's still going to be a quarterback. So this team. Yeah, I don't really understand this question, but I'm <laughs> saying it this way. Any person ever. I feel like you still just you go, gotta go Peyton quarterback. Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning in his Gosh. prime. Option two, John Elway. Who's option three? Are you going to say it? Yes. Yeah, Tom me Brady. Too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pr- you might have to go Tom Brady first and foremost. You're not. Here's the thing. You're not wrong if you say that. You can't go wrong, really, with any of them. You're going to win lots of championships. Yeah. Non-quarterback. Last one. Non-quarterback. A non-quarterback to join this Denver Broncos team. It's like a big fall-off. Who is the best player ever non-quarterback? That's what I'm thinking. Mm. I'm having Do you a hard time. Edge rusher? I mean, not on this team. You probably don't, right? Right. You definitely don't need an edge. That's the only thing you don't go with. Probably stay away from corner. Who's the best defensive lineman? So you go like Mike Ditka or something? (laughs) (laughs) You could have done that in draft this year. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. That is just wild. That, maybe more than ever, shows you if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. You really... uh, Holy cow. Like, what... Barry Sanders? Right, right. Like, at least your your offense is probably legit, but you still need a line. You're dependent. Yep. And you are with the quarterback as well, but not quite as much. Both Peyton wow. and Tom have succeeded with trash O-lines. Wow. Yep. Next one coming in from Luca. He says, hey, guys, it's been a while. 
This is a long one. You want to alternate? Uh, sure. Let's do that. Hey, guys, it's been a while. Work is just so time-consuming these days. I'm glad to have you guys keeping me informed each and every day. I didn't even manage to record, or I didn't even manage to record with Andre for our German football podcast like we planned at the beginning of the offseason. Please say hello to him for me, and I hope we can get him on soon. He's in the building, so we'll tell him in a few minutes. <laughs> says, this, by the way, is a great example of how engaged and awesome all you guys are in regards to the community by helping out whenever you can, like Ryan did a year ago. Yeah, we, we love you guys. So however we can help. Here's my question. How do you guys view the team dynamics this offseason? I really like the Fangio move with the field day. From what I saw on social media, it seemed to be a great bonding opportunity for the team. Is it more likely they normally stick to their position groups, or do all players interact with each other? How has it been in the past? Apparently, in the past, the quarterbacks didn't talk to the running backs. <laughs> did you did you catch Phil? Yep. He threw a little one in there, too. He said, Joe Flacco interacts with all the teammates. I'm like, <laughs> I get – okay, I could maybe get Case Keenum, like, not talking to the defensive line, right? Because, like, they're the defensive line, whatever. How are you not, like, buddy-buddy with your running backs? You stand next to each other all day at practice. You're in every meeting with them when, when it's more than just a position group? I have no idea. But now that it's happened twice, it's not just Devontae Booker accidentally nope. slipping something. Nope, and it's not Devontae Booker being a shy guy. Something was up. So weird. Maybe we'll get the scoop once the season rolls around. I feel like we just need a couple cold snacks with one of those two guys. <laughs> yep. A <laughs> couple uh, Breckenridge brews. I think that... This team has a lot of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can feel it. You're talking, you know, they're talking about Flacco. They just look at them all having fun out there yesterday. Like, it, there's, it's a little different. It feels a little different. Flacco left his family in Baltimore this off season. Has just been hanging out with the guys because what does he do on a Tuesday after an OTA? There's nothing. There's no family to go home to. No kids. He said his wife probably doesn't like this arrangement right now. But he's just he's gelling with the guys, and that's a big advantage for him. Probably a little FaceTime. A little FaceTime with the fam. I'd hope there's been some contact these past few months. <laughs> we ask him in training him, like, did your wife move out of here? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I haven't talked to her in weeks. Did you know your house was on the market and sold? <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Jackson was seen here. <laughs> oh, man. He says, if you still have some time, here's my story about how I became a Broncos fan and found BSN. In 2011, I was primarily watching the NBA, and only off-field content I consumed was first take. I know, shame on me. Wow, you've really seen the light. (laughs) They were always talking about a certain guy named Tebow, and that's how Tebow Mania hit me. Oh, man, Skip used to love him some Tebow. He was good with Tebow Mania. Yep. I followed the hype around this guy with my Wikipedia on my laptop at 3 o'clock at night trying to understand the beautiful game of football. From this point on, I got even less sleep, showing up to class even more tired while watching every Broncos game I could. The thing that stuck with me in the end was the team. I really like the rich history and the ownership approach of Mr. Bowen, which seems somewhat different from what you get to hear about other NFL owners here overseas. More like he was approaching it as a big family. A few years later, I started getting into podcasts. Huge, huge improvement on off-field content, I guess. Especially because we got a new dog and I spent hours walking with him listening. Way to keep your dog in shape. <laughs> One of my first discoveries was your show. At this time, it was Brandon, Cristal, and Ryan as hosts. I have to say, with Zach joining the team, the pod got even better, especially entertainment-wise. Hey, I love you, Luca. 
Great comment. <laughs> so here I am still enjoying the content every day. Keep it up and much love to the BSN community. Man, much love to you, Luca. We love hearing your story. Next one coming in from Dan Burke says, was listening to Tyler Columbus on the radio the other day, and he mentioned something about the pass rush depth. He said after Vaughn and Chubb, the drop-off is concerning. He specifically called out Jeff Holland, who was someone that I was pretty excited for, but he said he looked physically outmatched. Any thoughts on this? It's funny. I talked to Tyler Columbus on the radio about this this morning. <laughs> um, it's it is a concern, but I'm confident. I'm comfortable with Dakota Watson. If That's Bradley Chubb is. stubs his toe, Dakota Watson can come in, and he's not going to hurt you. Now he's not going to make explosive plays in the backfield, likely, but he's not going to be selling out trying to get sacks and leaving you exposed. And that's exactly who it is. It's Dakota Watson. I'll tell you what, he he looks solid. He looks very solid, especially for him just enjoying the special teams life. Literally and figuratively, he looks <laughs> solid. Um, Jeff Holland, was he there? Haven't seen him. He's living the life. He was hanging out with Quavo. <laughs> I don't know if he's practicing football. He he looks like a beast, like just not in football stuff. Um, Malik Reed. Keep an eye out. Yep. He's the new Jeff Holland, and yep. he's making plays on the third team, but he's making plays. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> he says, also, if you ever decided to make shirts with Big Vic Energy in huge letters and Fangio's face on the front, I would snap that up in a heartbeat. Yeah. Why don't you go get the Godfather one? I don't think we can do that one. Yeah, Ooh Benny Lava says, ooh, Big Vic Energy. That's fantastic. He says, or maybe a shirt with redacted. <laughs> That would be probably too adult-oriented. <laughs> it's the old phrase that we learned about Drew Locke at the Senior Bowl. If you yes. haven't caught up on that, then I can't help I you. I don't know if anyone else has caught up on that. Any other media outlets? Yeah, it's just an us thing. Yep. We're the cool guys. <laughs> From Golden Boy. Hey, guys, new subscriber. Welcome. We need a little bell. We do. Hey, guys, new subscriber. Ding. <laughs> Live in Virginia but grew up in Golden. Started going to Broncos games when Mile High was a Bears was Bears Stadium. Yes, the Denver mm. Bears, a baseball team. Were you aware of their existence? Yes, yet? yes. Good. Watched the expansion <laughs> over the years. I remember my very first Broncos home Monday night game. A memorable 23-23 tie with the Raiders. That's I hate the Raiders. Awful. I've never seen a tie live, and I truly hope I never do. Oh, having to write about that? No. We could probably come up with something f funny. That's like the best I could do is like make a joke out right. of it. Right. Yep, because that's what it is. It's a joke. It is. <laughs> like I watched the bachelorette the other night <laughs> and there was no rose ceremony what? they tied there was no rose ceremony how do, how do you do that i don't is know is that just the ultimate teaser <laughs> i'm getting flack here in the in the office for uh um spoilers ryan it came out on monday ryan guys. is the ultimate spoiler apparently that's not uh, also henry don't waste your time watching it <laughs> There's no rose ceremony. It's all pointless. <laughs> Can you just tell us how this season's going to go? Um, I'm pulling for my guy Jed, Tennessee <laughs> Jed, uh, which is a Grateful Dead song, if you didn't know. Oh. but um, Is he real? Is he a real person? Yeah. Yeah, he's, oh, oh, yeah okay. he is. But it's, it's going well so far. I like the season. Uh, Hannah B., she's legit. Hoping for a rose ceremony at some point. I would like to see some people get eliminated. <laughs> That's what I tune in for. I tune in to see people get their hopes and dreams crushed and, and fall out of love you don't you don't love like the love 
You like the lack of love. I like the sadness. We started off on pot. See, you're bringing us down again. I want tears. You're bringing the negative back. I'm positive in. all day. I want to turn on some <laughs> trash TV and watch people cry. <laughs> That's typically what you find on those shows. Cannot believe there's no rose ceremony. <laughs> Two hours of my life. Wow. That's like a full football game. Wow. No rose ceremony. Wow. Maybe it'll come in the fourth quarter. I didn't ruin anything. <laughs> The Bachelorette ruined my day. <laughs> Anyways. You can tell what uh, Ryan's favorite show is. Hey, off season, you know, the Rockies can't play all day every day. I got to watch something else. True. And it's the, true. You know what? It's entertaining. I'm going to be honest. I, I've dabbled before. Yeah. Um, comment. Loved the draft this year, but unlike you guys, I have a wait and see on Drew Locke. He was the fourth quarterback taken for a reason. I like that they're taking it slow with him. Biggest concern is the O-line. The gumballs experiment is almost over. <laughs> I can't. If he can't take coaching, he needs to go. Continues. I think the division is wide open. KC will take a big step back. Their defense stinks. I agree with Ryan. I expect Rivers to fall off the cliff. I think the Raiders ugh, will be better. That was him, not me. But their O-line may be worse than ours. Two recommendations for you. Blue Sky Cafe and Golden for breakfast. I feel like I've been there. Yeah, I think I've been there too. Amazing. If you ever eat... Uh, if you ever get out to the northern neck of Virginia, where I live, the Raffinock Oyster Company at the mouth of the Raffinock River in Chesapeake Bay. Best oysters ever. Love the pod. Keep it up. Say it one more time. Raffinock. <laughs> I think you got it now. I don't think that's even close to what it is. <laughs> Man, we're happy to have you but on I, board, Golden Boy. But I, I dabble in northern Virginia quite a bit. Mm, yeah, Chesapeake Bay. We like that. There's a place there called Chesapeake Bay Goals. Oh, smart. Love it. <laughs> All you have to do is take Raffinock to get there. You just you just take a raff <laughs> and, and get off. From C. Stelling. Hi, my name is Cristiano Stelling, and this is my first comment. Ding. Welcome, Cristiano. I'm from Brazil, and I was a Rotary Exchange student. I spent a year living in Denver in 1994 in studying in manual high school. Wow. That's when I, and I think that's where they have the Thunderdome. Mm. Sweet, like, basketball stadium. Anyway, that's when I became lo- loving the Broncos. I had the privilege to see Elway live before he won the Super Bowl. I watched two games in the old Mile High Stadium, and one of them was the one we lost to the Chiefs. Even today, I can close my eyes and feel and hear that crowded stadium calling bro- Go Broncos on defense. My first ever jersey was a Julius Thomas 80 and a Wes Welker 30 on sale here in Brazil because the cross of jersey is almost eight times more expensive due to the value of the U.S. dollar uh, and import taxes double the cost. Wow. One of my favorite burger places was the Good Times Burger nice. just in the corner of where I was living. Mm, I know exactly where you were. Yep. I love Good Times. Listen to the podcast every day and enjoy it very much. I watch every single game in the, on NFL Game Pass. The last three seasons are not what I expected, but I keep my hopes up. Keep up the good work. Man, love having you on board, Cristiano. That's such a cool story, too. Yes, we really appreciate you subscribing. Welcome. Ryan, final one, at least for now. Coming in from Ooh Benny Lava. It says, man, there's so many new names in the comment section these days. It's so cool to see how much BSN is taking off, especially in this downtime offseason. Just wanted to reach out and welcome all the new peeps to the BSN fam. You've become part of the most positive online forum that has ever existed. Just to like to highlight that, zero comments today negative about field day. <laughs> yep. Zero. Total, yep. A grand total of zero. We're all living the positive life here. Turns out the people that listen to this podcast enjoy fun. I wonder why. And Ooh Benny Lava hit it on the head. That's what this community is about. 
is you'll never find negative people or, or people attacking you in this comment section. It's it's all welcoming. It's all about the vibes, bro. <laughs> you want to get the question? Here's my question. Did you guys see that the sauce boss, Matt Lacoste, <laughs> is slotted in right now as a starting tight end for the Patriots? What's your take on that? If he turns out to be another <laughs> Patriots diamond in the rough, I'm going to freak the F out. I always liked the guy and could totally see him thriving if he puts on a little more weight and gets a comfort level with the Pats offense. But OMG, that would be so devastating for football fans everywhere. Much love, y'all. Hashtag, seriously, though, how can a straw have no holes? I just I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, here's the thing is Rob Gronkowski is coming back. It's just going to happen. Yep. And we're all going to have to live with that. But I'll say this. What you'll learn about Matt Lacoste, if he is the starting tight end for a little bit, is that when you're in a Brady or Manning offense, the players don't actually matter. You just put them out there and they catch the ball and run. Exactly. And boy, is he and he'll a, have a great season. Is he in a position to succeed right now? Of course. What happened? Someone, obviously Gronk retired. Someone else was suspended. They cut they Austin cut. Safarian Jenkins. Oh, my gosh. Which, like, I thought he was kind of legit. Did did Matt Lacoste make the right move going there or what? Yeah, seriously. I mean, he already made the right move. He was a white guy going to New England. <laughs> so that was a good move for him anyway. But, yeah, uh, I, I wish the best for him. Oh, this is yeah. a guy who I'm sure a lot of you read the story I wrote last year. Yep. He was sitting in a roof sales company for a couple hours before he realized he needs to go get back to the NFL. For a couple of hours is what yep. was great. Yep. Quit at lunch at Chipotle. <laughs> Maybe you need him to do well. Then your story will take off. That's true. I should just feed yep. it out there to some Patriots it's fans. It's not a Broncos story. No, Man. it's a Lamont Lacoste story. There. And do you know what his teammate? What? Yeah, you do know what his teammates called him. What his nickname was? No, I don't. It's like PFM. Oh yes. MFL. MFL. <laughs> MyFantasyLeague.com. Email <laughs> BSNFightingBurritos at gmail.com if you want to be part of wow, our fantasy league. That's beautiful. And with that. We wrap up this week on the BSN Broncos podcast. We appreciate you all for listening, and we thank you for all of your support, all the new subscribers. I know we're going to get a few more because people are going to want those limited edition BSN Broncos shirts. So check those out. Subscribe. Email merch at bsndenver.com. And we'll talk to you on Monday on the BSN Broncos podcast. It's getting me down, waiting up for you. here and we want to talk to you about our new favorite wine subscription it is winester the best thing about winester is that they work with small wineries 
You know BSN loves supporting small local businesses, and Weinster is just that, supporting real people making real wine. These guys will curate a hand-picked shipment for you from the best small wine producers in the U.S. So my favorite part about Weinster is the fact that I don't really know much about wine, and when I go to a liquor store, I tend to gravitate towards the same wine I've always had instead of trying something new. But with Weinster, they make the process so easy. That's exactly right, Allie. And from my perspective, you guys, I love wine and have tried so many different types of wine at different price points. And Weinster is not only easy, but it is quite literally some of the best wine I've ever tasted, and it makes for an amazing gift. What's also ideal about Weinster is that you can pick your shipments based on your schedule. That's right, Allie. So whether you're a casual drinker or you love hosting parties, you can get your shipment based on your lifestyle. So head to their website today, you guys. That's W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R, Weinster.com. We've got BSN25 promo code for you, and you can save $25 off your first order. Sleeping 